since I've done my podcast I've been busy with things I got a lot of questions about why I'm not doing it um so it's time to do one this podcast has been renamed a couple times <clears throat> it started off high tide in the dream time and then it became psychedelic transformation to get it make it easier to find um but today's podcast is about something really big that's happening uh, astrologically. And, you know, whether or not you believe in astrology doesn't matter. Um, recently, I've been working with a lot of people in New York City who before I worked with them <clears throat> didn't believe in astrology. And then after I worked with them, they were pretty impressed by it. But that's individual astrology. That's the astrology of, of, of people's own astrology charts. It's not collective astrology. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one really big thing that's happening on March 23rd is Pluto is moving from Capricorn into astrology. And when Pluto changes signs, it's a really, really, really big deal. So Pluto is pretty far out in the, uh, in, the, in the solar system. It's the furthest out planet. And it takes about 284 years, 286 years to go around the sun once. Um, that shows you the distance between the sun and Pluto. That's a Plutonian year. But because it's so far out there and it moves so slowly, Pluto changes signs every 14 or 15 years. And when it does change signs, it has an impact collectively on what people experience, on what gets transformed. Pluto is ultimately about transformation in, in our depths and about outmoded forms of being kind of being shed so that something new can emerge. So the sign that Pluto's in is really important. Um, and whether you know about it or you don't know about it, whether you understand it or you don't understand it, it's going to have an impact. Your intellectual understanding of these things doesn't matter. Um, what matters is that there is, are mechanics in, the, uh, in physical reality that can be tracked in our solar system. And that the movement of the planets, which is an implicit order, which can be tracked like using astronomy, um, reveals an explicit order, 
which are the mechanics that move physical reality. So there's an intelligence that creates these movements. And we're all subject to that intelligence, whether we believe in such things or not. And if we don't believe in such things, if we don't understand such things, it doesn't mean they don't exist. So the big news is that Pluto's going from Capricorn, is it's moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. And why that's super important is multi-leveled. Uh, First of all, because Pluto changes signs every 14 or 15 years, like for me, I'm 54, and this is only the fifth time in my lifetime that Pluto has changed signs. And there's probably going to be, I don't know, eight times in my lifetime that it happens, seven times in my lifetime that it happens. You know, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to happen often. And the last time that Pluto went into um, Aquarius was in the beginning of 1777. So the transitional stage of transitioning from from Capricorn to to Aquarius, you can see at that time was the rejection of the British monarchy in the United States. You know, that's the correlation that you can see at that time. And that's really the difference between Capricorn and Aquarius collectively. So Capricorn, and why this is extremely important right now is because in astrology, there are epochs. It's a word epoch. It's spelled E-P-O-C-H. And they last for 2,000 years. That's the an age. Like, and the previous 2,000 years were the, the epoch of, of uh, Capricorn. Capricorn is about concentrated authority. It's about one person having the authority. So in the age of Capricorn, you, you see avatars. You see Christ. You see the Buddha. You see Muhammad. And they're, they're avatars of, a, of, a, of an engagement with the supreme intelligence. And they are the only ones who have that experience. And if anybody else is going to have access to that experience, they're going to have to use uh, people in positions of authority to be intermediaries on behalf of those avatars. So that means priests, that means rabbis, that means imams, that means lamas. They're the people who teach regular people, who give regular people access to that kind of authority, to that kind of ultimate intelligence, the intelligence that is embodied by avatars. That is what the age of Capricorn is about. Now, Aquarius is absolutely the opposite of that because Aquarian ideals, Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus, which is ruled by, it is, there are no intermediaries. What Aquarius is interested in more than anything is democracy. 
it's everybody having access all the time that you don't have to ask anybody for access to this intelligence. You don't have to seek someone out. You can have direct access. Now, there have been so many harbingers of this change from Capricorn to Aquarius over the past 50, 55, 60 years. I can name a few of them to, to, to highlight it. So one of the things that is really Aquarian, that is really Uranian, which is the planet that, that rules Aquarius, is uh, the internet, uh, computers, which have democratized information. I had this really funny experience or interesting experience. I was in my mom's apartment uh, clearing things out because she's moved out of there this past few months. And she has books, really big books, because she's a writer, like dictionaries and um, books that have uh, words, enormous resources of words. Um, I can't remember what they're called right now. Um, Similes and metaphors and all these kinds of books. And they're super thick. They're hundreds of pages thick. And I was thinking, am I going to keep these books? Because, you know, I like to write. I may need these books. And I just went, wait a minute. All this information, all these words, all these the, the, the thesaurus and dictionaries, they're online. I don't need these big, heavy books that are hundreds of pages around. I'm going to throw them out. Because anytime I want to find a metaphor for something or a simile for something or use something properly, I'm just going to Google it. And when... Uranus and Pluto moved into conjunction in the mid-1960s. One of the things that people who knew about astrology sort of uh, predicted was that uh, computer use would become pervasive and that computers would become a, a, a tool of information and communication in ways that people couldn't have imagined. Um, people who understood astrology said when Uranus and Pluto became conjunct in uh, early 1964, right, 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 a couple, a few weeks after John Kennedy got assassinated, that this, that's why you heard the song at the beginning, The Age of Aquarius, because astrologers were, were saying at that time that this was the dawn of the, the, the Age of Aquarius. That's where that song comes from, that this was the initial surge of that Aquarian energy. Now, why that's relevant to today and, and, and more manifestations of that Uranian energy in the 1960s where the youth culture, where the youth culture no longer was willing to be used as cannon fodder and protested the Vietnam War as, as, as a unit, um, racial equality becoming a, a, a situation that a lot of people concern themselves with, uh, Martin Luther King becoming a leader, um, women's rights. So it was really about democratizing uh, access to rights and values and laws. And then technology in the 1960s, during that time, Candy becomes president and says, we're going to go to the moon. Um, and by the end of the decade, they do it. That is a Uranian uh, aspiration, technology. Uranus really wants things that have 
not been embodied yet, that are in human potentia to become embodied. Things that only exist in potentia in human consciousness to become actual realities. So you can think about how outrageous it must have sounded for John Kennedy to say, we're going to the moon in 1964. And only five years later, that that, I'm sorry, he didn't say that in 1964 because he was assassinated. To say that in 1961 um, and only eight years later for that to actually happen, when he said that, it must have sounded outrageous. You know, it must have sounded ridiculous with the technology that existed at that time. And the actual technology that got people to the moon I mean, it's so basic and it was so simple that the the phone that you're listening to this podcast on has more complex computer technology than the Apollo missions did. Um, and so what Aquarius, what Uranus wants is they want this human capability that doesn't hasn't been embodied yet to come into being, whether that is social, whether that's political, whether that is technological, whether that is environmental, it wants progress to happen that only exists in potentia. Now, it's completely different from what Capricorn's like, because I spoke to you guys about what Capricorn is interested in. Capricorn is interested in concentrated authority. Aquarius is interested in Everybody having information. So if you want to see an Aquarian movie, a Uranian movie, Close Encounters is a Uranian movie. Everybody is having the same dream of Devil's Tower in Wyoming. And they don't know why. So on December, on March 23rd of this year, Pluto is going to into Aquarius where Uranus already is. Uranus went there in about 2018. Um, and for the first time, uh, I don't know if it's ever happened before where Uranus and Pluto were both in Aquarius. If, if they were, it's been a long time. You know, I don't know if it happened the last time either one of those uh, planets were in Aquarius, but that's not what's important. The The... The minutia of astrology isn't important. What is important is the principles that are in play when the mechanics of the solar system move a certain way. Because there's an intelligence that orients these experiences physically. And you can tell what that intelligence wants. You can tell what that collective intelligence wants by where the planets are. And like I said, I don't need people to believe in that. I know that it's true from the work that I've done for 35 years and the study that I've done. So Uranus is already in its native sign of Aquarius. Um, Pluto is heading into Aquarius on March 23rd. And so what you're going to see, what Pluto always wants is it really wants, it really wants to expose and transform systems that are outdated. So if you look at Pluto 
in uh, Capricorn, the first thing that happened, one of the really significant things that happened when Pluto went into Capricorn was the 2008 um, financial uh, meltdown. Because Pluto exposes, Bernie Madoff was another victim of Pluto going into being in Capricorn. Pluto exposes secrets. Pluto exposes what's unhealthy. Pluto brings to the surface what is impure. And so what it does is it, it brings things to the surface like a boil so that they can be lanced. So these subprime mortgages, which people made so much money on, which were like basically a Ponzi scheme. And Bernie Madoff, who was literally um, creating his wealth out of a Ponzi scheme, um, they get exposed. And Pluto destroys what no longer serves. It destroys what has to be exposed. It exposes what's ugly. It exposes what's outdated. It exposes what's dishonest. That's what Pluto's interested in. And so what you also see when Pluto's in Capricorn is you see the rise of um, strongmen who really want to concentrate power Um for their own benefits. So you see Trump, you see Bolsonaro, you see Putin, who is really going to have a rough transition from uh, Capricorn to Aquarius. You know, I the last time I made any p- political predictions based on astrology was, I think it was in 2018. It was the summer of 2018. And... Um, there was a solar eclipse that was on Trump's ascendant. And that I at the time, he was riding pretty high. The economy was going pretty strong and people were pretty pleased with him. And my prediction was that he was going to end up, uh, you know, I'm, he wasn't going to be reelected. I'm su- actually surprised he's alive still. And I think that he still has prison ahead of him. But it was a prediction that aged pretty well especially in the summer of 2018 when things were going really well for him. So my, I kind of feel like um, uh, Putin is is going to bear the brunt of Pluto going from uh, Capricorn into uh, Aquarius because he is somebody who's concentrated strength around him. And Pluto in, in Aquarius doesn't want that. It wants things to be democratized. So I imagine that he is going to be in for a coup or, or I don't know, maybe he's going to die himself, but that, that, that power is going to become democratized. Um, and that's one thing that's going to happen over and over and over with Pluto in uh, Aquarius is people's attentions are going to be brought to their shared interests. One of the things that's going to do that is the environment. Because, um, you know, with uh, global warming, you know, there's a a saying that um, a healthy man wants many things and a sick man only wants one. And um, as the environment becomes more and more um, obviously... Um, affected by 
by human behavior, people are going to want to change their behavior and they're going to want to engineer the environment so that people can people can survive on the planet. And so that is not a national issue. That's an international issue. That's not a that's not something that people are going to say concerns me here in California, but doesn't concern, you know, people in Washington. It becomes it concerns everybody. And as everybody's interests uh, turn towards the same things, it really makes things like nationalism and tribalism seem really stupid. And that is what Pluto in uh, Pluto in Aquarius is going to do. And also there are going to be events like the uh, earthquake in Turkey, where the response has to be international. It has to be concerned for the well-being of other human beings. It can't just be like, oh, that's not here. We'll or, or this is happening here. We'll help ourselves. So I look for more and more of those things to be happening. And Pluto wants, Pluto wants to awaken an awareness that hasn't previously existed. It wants to show people things that are outdated. And so if it's happening in people's lives, it shows you things in your life that no longer work. If it's happening in the collective, it shows things in the collective that no longer work. And so one of the things um, that any of us born during this time, anybody born in the last 60 or 70 years has been born in this liminal space between the age of Capricorn and the age of Aquarius. And you've seen things like the 1960s, which um, inspired an awareness of Aquarian ideals. Um, and our lives, anybody born during this time is going to be sort of a person who has lived in the boundaries of these two ages. This age, which is going to last 2000 years, which this is just the beginning of the the climate crisis, the population crisis. Um, those are things that are going to concern people, for the, concern everybody for centuries so that human beings can survive. But there's other aspects of it. So another aspect of uh, Pluto going into Aquarius that started, you know, I'll tell you something really interesting. So Michael Pollan's book, How to Change Your Mind, was released the day that Uranus went into Aquarius. And I don't think that that was on purpose. I don't think that there was anybody at his publishing house that decided that would be the day to release it, but they did it anyway. And so that just reminds me of like, sometimes people are getting C-sections and they ask me what would be the right day to have their baby. And, or I get clients who have, who want astrology and they say, well, I was a C-section. So I don't know if this chart's right. And I always remind them that these things happen at the behest of an intelligence that they don't understand. So doctors deciding to do a C-section on this day and not that day seems to be some kind of decision that they make, but they're actually working at the being manipulated by the mechanics of an intelligence that they don't understand. And so all of us in a way are living through this, being manipulated 
by the mechanics of intelligence that we don't fully understand. And so one of the things that is happening with Pluto and uh, Uranus being in uh, Aquarius is psychedelics. Because nothing democratizes mystical experience like psychedelics does. So these things that have just been accessible to the moms and rabbis and priests are becoming accessible to everybody. Anybody can have a mystical experience using psychedelics. It's not guaranteed. It can go sideways. It can be damaging. But the technology is there. I recently worked with a, a big finance CEO who'd never done psychedelics before. And, and when, when he had his experience, which is really profound, which involved time travel and um, experience of those who predeceased him and, you know, big insights, he said, this is an amazing technology. And that's what Pluto is interested in. That's what, what Aquarius is about. It's about technology. And one of the things or one of the big things that people are now getting access to as a technology is psychedelics. And that is going to democratize access to an intelligence beyond our egoic intelligence. And it's going to allow people to become avenues of that intelligence getting into the world. And over the next 14, 15 years, that's going to be a primary focus for the world is how do I embody this intelligence? How do I embody this intelligence that's the, me- the mechanism behind our existence? How do, I, how do I express part of it? Because, you know, People ask me what I'm doing when I'm working with people or or what my philosophy is. And what I always say to them is that there is one intelligence and it expresses itself in a myriad of ways through a myriad of expressions. There's, it expresses itself as organic plant matter. It expresses itself as mammals. It expresses itself as fish. It expresses itself as bugs. It expresses itself as human beings. It expresses itself as solar systems, as galaxies. And each expression of itself is a way of it being able to see its potential, to see what it contains. And what Pluto and Aquarius is going to do is it allows people to become aware that they are an expression of that intelligence and that they have access to that intelligence and can be a expression of it. So Pluto and Aquarius is going to democratize our interests. It's going to be like Everybody is going to become aware of the challenges that they share. Not everybody, because there's going to be asleep people. But the people who are awake, the people who are awakened to the sensitivity of the experience, are going to be looking for ways to express this democratized sense of intelligence 
that flows through them that they have access to because they're a vehicle for it. And so um, it's going to be a really, really profound and interesting time. And what I'd say for people is the people it's going to affect most are the people who have planets and fixed signs because Aquarius is a fixed sign. So that's people with Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, and Taurus in their astrology charts. It's going to have that intelligence is going to be interfacing with them in the most specific way. But as a collective, we're always affected by where the transpersonal planets are and the fact that they're both in uh, that Uranus and Pluto are now both going to be in Aquarius is going to put such an Aquarian tinge on the years to come. And so the way that people want to harness that is by seeing the way that they are moved by the intelligence behind everything in themselves to express um, that intelligence through themselves, to embody that intelligence, to democratize access to information and insight and being helpful in a humanitarian kind of way. That's a really, 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 really big focus for Aquarius. Um, and, you know, that's that's really what, what this change is going to be about. It was really worth talking about. I'm not someone, I don't do a lot of um, astrology podcasts, but if there's big things happening that are worth mentioning, I will... Um, I will mention them because I think everybody needs to harness these energies for their own benefit. So this is Robert Mitchell at Psychedelic Transformation or High Tide in the Dreamtime. It's been a while since I've done this. I've been busy um, and I look forward to talking to you guys soon when I have something important to talk about. All right. You guys be well. And I will speak to you soon. Bye. One of the veterans of the Bay Area scene and some of the nicest people anywhere.